This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. I'm Dave Nelson. Talks are underway to bring Star Wars to TV as a live action series, but we might have to wait for a while. ABC president Channing Dungey has suggested that the project is still in its earliest stages. We've had some conversations in general about wanting to find a way to bring something from the Lucas Star Wars universe to ABC, she told Entertainment Weekly, but that's far into the future. The focus at the moment for Lucas is on the current stuff that they're doing on the film side. There's been talk of a potential TV spinoff for a while now, with a series called Star Wars Underworld, set before the original trilogy scrapped after scripts were already written. The next Star Wars film will be Episode 8 in December, with an untitled Han Solo prequel due for release in May of 2018. Read more at digitalspy.com. This next story comes from Blaster.com. For a long time, scientists have believed the moon was created by a collision between Earth and an early protoplanet around 4.4 billion years ago. But some new evidence indicates we might have got it wrong. A new study from a team proposes that the moon may have actually been created by an amalgamation of about 20-plus moonlets when Earth was being bombarded by several smaller bodies. The theory hopes to address some of the problems with the single collision theory, namely that the moon bears a striking chemical similarity to Earth. So if it was created by a collision with another major body, why isn't there any chemical evidence? Under this theory, all those little chunks eventually came together to form the moon we know today. More news after this. Welcome to today's Applicably Galactic App Reviews. Tiny Card is a flashcard app for iOS devices from Duolingo. Many pre-made decks are available to test your memory on foreign words, geography, math, chemical elements, company logos, and so much more. And if you can't find a deck on the topic you need, it's easy to build your own deck with as many cards as you want, with as many levels of difficulty as you want. An Android version is being developed but is not available as of this recording. I'm Peter Fisher from Blazing Caribou's IDAP That, and this has been today's Applicably Galactic App Review! Hello, I'm Gregor Sprague, and this is Galactic Radio's poll list, and these are just five of the comics coming out for the week of January 11th, 2017. DC Comics has Flash number 14, written by Joshua Williamson with art by Carmine D. Giannadico. I'm butchering his name, I apologize horribly. Uh, Rogues Reloaded, part one. Central City is quiet, a little too quiet, which means one thing. The rogues are up to something, and only the Flash can stop them. But first, Barry Allen needs to track down his classic cadre of villains, who vanished in advance of their greatest plan ever. Dynamite Comics has James Bond, Felix Letier, number one. From superstar creative team James Robinson, you might know him from Starman or Red Sonja, and Aaron Campbell from The Shadow or Uncanny, comes the Bond spin-off highlighting 007's American counterpart. Felix Letier finds himself in Japan, tracking down a beautiful Russian spy from his past. But when the mission takes a turn for the worse, he will discover that there are more deadly schemes afoot in Tokyo and beyond. Image Comics has God Country number one, written by Donny Cates, with art by Jeff Shaw, Jason Wardy, and John J. Hill. Emmett Quinlan, an old widower rattled by dementia, isn't just a problem for his children. His violent outbursts are more than the local cops can handle. When a tornado levels his home, as well as the surrounding West Texas town, a restored Quinlan rises from the wreckage. The enchanted sword at the eye of the storm gives him more than a sound mind and body, however, he's now the only man who can face the otherworldly creatures the sword has drawn down to the Lone Star State. 
Marvel Comics has Mighty Thor number 15, written by Jason Aaron, with art by Russell Dodderman. The Asgard-Shiar War starts here. As Malekith's campaign to conquer the Ten Realms rages on, Thor and her League of Heroes lead the charge against the Dark Elf's forces. But far across the galaxy, another conflict is brewing, and the most powerful super army on the cosmos is preparing a surprise attack on the City of the Gods. The Shi'ar Empire will lay siege to Asgardia, their target, the Goddess of Thunder. And Occupy Avengers number 3, written by David F. Walker, with art by Carlos Pacheco. Because you demanded it, Nighthawk. But does he come as a friend or foe? Clint Barton and Red Wolf have taken to the road, determined to defend those that can't defend themselves. Unfortunately, that mission may end before it gets started, as a deadly threat looms on the horizon. Meanwhile, Clint and Red Wolf are joined by an unlikely ally, a perfect member for their new team. Unless, of course, they all get killed. Now these are just five of the comics coming out this week, and to find more, you can either go to Comixology, or please go to your local comic book shop. We'll see you next week. Welcome to the Movie Man's Movie Minute. Today we are taking a look at the 1987 sci-fi action classic, The Running Man. Set in 2017, the future, a wrongly convicted man must try to survive a public execution gauntlet staged as a game show. Based off of a story written by Richard Bachman, a.k.a. Stephen King, with a screenplay by the guy who gave us Commando, Die Hard, as well as many other great action films, this is a must-see for all fans, not only of Arnold Schwarzenegger, but just good old fun rated R sci-fi action film from the 80s. I love all the one-liners. Arnold Schwarzenegger is great in here, but he's got a great cast around him. Yes, there are two former governors in this film, because Jesse Ventura is in here as well. They've got a great scene together, and it's just a lot of fun. It gets bloody, it gets fun, there's a lot of great action scenes that are well choreographed, and this thing just moves along nicely thanks to the direction of Paul Michael Glasser. This is a must-see for all fans, I will say, and if you haven't checked it out already, you should. And what's even more scary is it's becoming oddly prophetic. So check it out. would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you could, tweet me at MovieManiac3D, or you can find out more at SpecialMarkProductions.com. Thanks, Mark. I'm Dave Nelson, now back with the news. Warner Brothers has hired David S. Goyer and Justin Rhodes to write the script for the Green Lantern Corps movie. The film, which is being described as a lethal weapon in space, will focus on Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart and is being produced by DC's Jeff Johns. Goyer has been a key architect of the DC Cinematic Universe, with credits including Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice after working on Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Unlike the 2011 Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie, which bombed at the box office and was also a critical failure, the Green Lantern Corps will not be an origin story. Thanks to Yahoo Movies for that story. And finally, this time around from news.com.au, this week Netflix launched a browser-based Infinite Runner. The free online 8-bit video game is based on characters from the service's most popular original content. Players can opt to control Pablo Escobar from Narcos, Piper Chapman from Orange is the New Black, Mike Wheeler from Stranger Things, or Marco Polo from the show of the same name. In addition to creating the Netflix stars in 8-bit, the gaming universe associated with each character includes music and backgrounds from that particular show. You can find the game in the link in the show notes of this podcast. I'm Dave Nelson. Thanks for listening. Monkey Warhol provided our music and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links and more, go to 
gncasts.com slash galacticradio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast.